Hi, I'm Chris Brodnan, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hello, welcome to our opening podcast for JLA Inside Out. We have Mia Wells here, myself, Marshall Weeks, podcast producers, and we are very excited to be speaking with our president for the 23-24 Junior League year. Her name is Chris Brotnin. Chris, say hello to the people and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that it's our 107th year and that we're kicking off our podcast season. Awesome. And so, Chris, you have been a very busy person uh, (laughs) preparing for our 2023-24 year. Tell me, like, um, what made you, because last year you were uh, president-elect. Tell us what made you say, okay, I'm going to take this run for president of JLA. Oh, well, I've been a member of the league for over 10 years now, um, and I've just been so honored to be a part of this special organization. I've served in a lot of different roles over the years. I'm mainly in community and advocacy. So um, several years ago, I was uh, the vice president of the Advocacy and Initiatives Council, um, which was a very, very exciting role that was also in our pandemic year. So almost Mm -hmm. everything was virtual, um, which was so hard. But was just so honored and excited to um, step into the role um, of being president. And it's just been so exciting so far this year to get to connect with our members, to get to be um, work alongside our board of directors has been so special. Um, we worked together last year as a team on the advisory planning council, which is um, a group that is the incoming board members. We meet once a month for a year, um, actually chaired the advisory planning committee the year before. Um, and now, you know, are serving together as the board of directors, which has just been so special to get to work alongside such amazing leaders of the league. But um, I mean, I would really say I said yes, and I'm honored to be president because I know the impact that we can make as an organization. And so it's just so exciting to lead us this year. Yes, yes. Um, absolutely. The impact of the JLA is very strong and felt throughout Atlanta. Um, That's one of the reasons why I joined, because I wanted to be a part of an organization that made an impact, um, who served with purpose. Um, So tell me so far, you know, and as you said, you've been a member over 10 years. What is, when you came into the position or when you were shadowing last year as president-elect, what are some of the things that you want to accomplish or be known for, for this year? Um, Well, really we're committing to our mission and why we serve. So that's been something that um, we've talked about as a board, you know, even since last year at our board retreat, we really are focusing in on our mission. You know, the, the junior league mission actually changed um, with Um, Our national group, the um, AJLI, had adopted a new mission statement, and so we have been rolling that out this year, and so really wanting to make sure that all of our members know that we are here to serve the community and that we believe that our community impact matters, that our collective working together, whether you're placed internally, whether you're placed externally in one of our community placements, that no matter what your role is, your volunteer service within the league matters and you're making an impact 
for us to achieve that mission of advancing women's leadership, um, really for our volunteer action, collaboration, and training. Um, but we're really here to impact Atlanta. That's the, at the end of the day, that's what's so important is that we're not here to impact ourselves. We're here to advance our community impact for Atlanta, to make Atlanta a better place. And so that's something that I'm just really, really excited to highlight all year long from the GMM to our fundraisers to, you know, any type of event that we have um, this year, our mission is going to be really at the forefront of that and our impact on the community and why we serve the community. Absolutely. Um, that's very important. You know, it that's one of those old things that we would hear our elders say about putting someone before yourself and making sure that we're keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is the service to the community of Atlanta. So are there any areas that you have identified that you kind of want to, um, cause I know there is a, a larger goal, but then, you know, you kind of break that down into smaller goals. Which areas do you see yourself, you know, throwing yourself in immediately right away that you're like, okay, I want to deal with this. This is on my heart. How can we fix this? What, what do you see that as? Um, you mean fixing issues in the community or kind of within the league? Both. Because can can you both. speak to both? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, within the league, our board has been really focused on um, ensuring and, and deepening our community impact work. Um, and so, you know, we've been also membership as well. Those are kind of two things at the forefront, as well as communication and branding. And so, you know, whether it's through this podcast or through our social media um, or our website or other ways, we really want to make sure that we're celebrating the our impact in the community through our communication. So we want all of our members to be aware of the amazing work that our members are doing in their placements um, and what that looks like and highlighting members and why they serve. We're starting this Why We Serve campaign. It was highlighted in the Insider um, last week and it's on our website now where we really wanna spotlight members showcasing the reasons they serve with the league. And so if you're interested, you can go online and fill out that form and share with us your why story. Um, but that's something that we're really focused on and it's something that I've been excited. You know, we even, we kind of launched that last fall when um, we were going through nominating season, you know, we had a video, all of our board members recorded ourselves saying why we serve. And it was just so impactful even to hear those little nuggets of, you know, why I serve to advocate for women and children, why I serve to make a difference, why I serve to instill belonging and just all of those reasons. And then we've carried that forward at a leadership retreat we had in June, we had a why I serve wall. And it was so inspiring to see throughout the day, women writing why they serve and, and are encouraging kind of that why I serve messaging throughout the year, whether it's at an open house or again, whether it's on social media, the sustainers have been talking about it as well. And it's just been really a great way for us to kind of have that theme um, highlighted throughout the whole year and embedded in all the different things that we do. Um, so that's a way that we're really trying to kind of um, enhance that and instill that sense of um, belonging and service um, throughout the membership experience. Um, I think externally, something I'm really, really excited about is our journey to literacy placement and some work that they're doing with the Atlanta Speech School, mm -hmm. which 
hopefully everyone knows, and if they don't, that the Junior League actually helped found the Atlanta Speech School in the 1930s, and we are right next door to them, and they have this amazing resource called, the, called Cox Campus, and it's a training platform where early educators and teachers for years have been able to go online for free and take classes in the best ways to teach reading to children and set up their classrooms, and it's been amazing, and so they rolled out recently a new platform for volunteers and nonprofit leaders. And so there's some specific courses that we can and will be taking. Our Journey to Literacy members are already on there. They have kind of our own page within Cox Campus. Okay. They're taking, um, it's about two hours worth of coursework on the best ways to read to children, um, evidence-based practices. And so they are already kicked off the year going to libraries, going to back to school bashes and doing some activities with children and baking bookmarks and doing giveaways and reading with the kids. And this has been a great part of that. It's been a great partnership between us and them that I'm really, really excited about continuing to share with our members throughout the year and hopefully getting more members on that site, not just um, during to literacy members. So. Okay. And that that's very exciting. And I like how they're just diving right in, you know, because school started, school starts early in Georgia. So we went back in August. So that's good because reading, you know, reading is the foundation of, of everything. If you cannot read, you're not going to be able to survive, make a life for yourself. It's going to be very, very difficult. So tell me this, when we think about the journey to literacy and we think about why we serve, why is it so important to have partners, sponsorships, volunteers, you know, sustaining new members uh, or sustaining the new members, but also bringing in more? How does all of that fit into why we serve? Yes. Well, I think what is so important is that the Junior League is a unique organization because we are all coming together believing that our collective volunteerism and our community involvement will make that difference. And so that's really what sets us apart, you know, from other organizations that we are all volunteers. Every single one of us is a volunteer um, and we're giving our time, whether that is, you know, recording a podcast and, and serving through that way um, or, you know, being in one of our community placements doing journey to literacy. Um, but we're all sharing that value of our volunteerism and us becoming better trained community volunteers will improve outcomes for children and families in Atlanta. And so I think being really, really focused on reading and literacy in particular, as you said, you know, it is a really serious crisis and we're going to be learning a lot about that at our GMM next week. Um, so hopefully everyone will come to that and hear even more about that. But I think it's a it's a way that we can, I mean, historically, the league has been involved in um, organizations and starting organizations since our founding um, that are committed to improving outcomes for children and families. And so I think at this point in time, you know, coming out of the pandemic, where we know that learning loss is so real, um, for us to continue to really make a difference in that space is just so important and so needed right now. And we cannot do that without our partners. I mean, we know that we are not, we cannot solve it on our own as a group right. of volunteers. You know, there, there are agencies out there who are experts. Um, the Atlanta Children's Shelter is an organization that the Junior League founded um, and is doing amazing work and, you know, continuing to partner with 
organizations that we've both been, we've started like the speech school, the children's shelter, Chris 180, um, but also these amazing advocacy organizations like Voices for Georgia's Children and Gears who are really helping build that rally cry with legislators and reminding us, you know, how we can make our voices heard. We cannot do all that alone. We have to partner with the organizations that are doing that um, and making sure that we're working with them. I mean, it's part of our part of our core beliefs is we want to partner with organizations that um, share our values and are doing the, the work and how we can support them. I think that's what's so key as well you know, is how do they need us as volunteers? And then how can our volunteer service help them advance their mission? Yeah, that sounds amazing, Chris. Um, but how do you plan to engage with like the staff, the war members and uh, volunteers to like gain this mission? In the junior league? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think keeping the mission at the forefront is always so important. So we have our mission and vision on all of our board agendas on everything we do on our board plan for the year, our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion as well. And our values, those are always the top of every board meeting agenda, because it's so important that we keep that in mind. Um, And we have a new staff person. I'm glad you mentioned staff. Um, We have a new interim director of operations. Her name is Carrie Merritt. She started August 1st. Um, so we're really grateful to have her because she was is a former president um, two times over of the Junior League of Cobb Marietta. So she already comes in with a wealth of understanding why the league is here, you know, what the league can do, the power of all of us coming together um, and understands the uniqueness of the league. And so it's been really great to to work alongside her because she understands, you know, already the value of of our of our organization. And so, you know, just continuing to to share that and to make sure that all of our members, um, you know, again, whether it's through open houses, we've had some really great um, member open houses already where we're actively recruiting spring provisionals and at our provisional retreat as well, highlighting at the beginning, our mission statement, why we serve, our history. It's so important um, that, you know, women coming and understand that we've been here for 107 years. And so I think continuing to remind them, and there's a lot of great ways that we can keep doing that as well. That is awesome. Um, One last question for you, Chris. We want to ask you to give some advice to, well, first, let's give some advice to upcoming leaders in the Junior League. They've been around for a while. They've been serving internally, externally. Maybe they know you. Maybe they've watched you. And how can I become a leader within the junior league? And then second, I would like you to speak to the audience as far as someone who has been listening and they may say, well, I think I want to join the junior league, but, you know, will I have time to do it? Um, You know, you know, how does this work? Where can I get some more information? So that's like two or three questions. Can you close (laughs) this out with that? (laughs) Um, Well, I think for those you know, interested in leadership, it is such a great process because we have two kind of different times of the year where we look for that next leadership class. So um, later this fall, the nominating process will open, which is self-nominating. And so I would encourage anyone who's interested in that to take a look once it all comes out, the job descriptions, position descriptions, because um, there are so many different unique ways to serve as a leader within the league. Um, And I love how some of our members you know, decide to lean into skills they already have and choose to kind of 
explore roles that they would um, be able to offer their unique skills and talents to help further the mission. And then I also think when there are, you know, members who want to learn a new skill set through junior league leadership. And that's amazing as well. You know, how often do you get to be the editor of a magazine, you know, or chair a committee of political affairs, you know, and I think that's what's so great about the league for both prospective members to think about and current members is that you have the chance every year to pick a new placement, you know, and so it's really the opportunities that you're afforded through junior league membership is that you can try so many different types of roles and your um, journey, you know, can look so different depending on where you are in life. I mean, I've loved Love, again, our board of directors this year has brought such a variety of different roles. You know, our fund development VP has been on the marketing side as, and she's also um, been involved in some of our fundraising events in the past. She served as a provisional chair. I mean, we have people with so many different experiences. And so I also think that's what makes a, an amazing junior league leader too, is someone who's served across the league in different roles. Um, because you're allowed to then or really see the full picture. You understand what, you know, the membership experience looks like. Our membership VP was the editor of Peachtree Papers one year. She was on the advocacy council, you know, and so I think that's what's so great is leveraging all of your different unique experiences um, and then thinking about the best way for you to serve kind of at that point in time. So, you know, I think from a new member perspective, um, coming to an open house is the best way to start. Obviously, you learn all about the requirements of membership. You learn about, you know, the application process and and then can decide, you know, if it's right for you. But I think what's, again, what I love about the league is that you can really um, pick and choose placements that fit for you in your, in your life, you know. Um, and that's what I think we're all about, you know, is we want to be, we want to meet people where they are and we want them to to choose how they can serve in a way that that um, both matches their unique talents and skills and then the, the what the league needs to continue to move our mission forward and how they kind of fit into that. So um, the spring is when we do willingness to serve roles. And so those are not through that formal nominating process where you meet with a nominating rep. Um, those are, you kind of talk with the, the chair and the um, vice president to figure out, you know, if there's a role within that council that, that fits for you, but more to come on all of that later this year. Yes. And so we really appreciate you taking the time out because I know that you are getting acclimated and, you know, there is lots to do. So we appreciate you coming on and, you know, speaking with us and letting us know um, your thoughts. And we're excited about, you know, you taking the league, you know, to the next level. Um, before we go, I'm going to read our elevator pitch because it's very, very important that people understand who we are, right? So the Junior League of Atlanta is a volunteer power organization of women transforming the Atlanta community through our collective service. We serve as a catalyst for community change by empowering women bound by a single goal to improve the health and well-being of women, children, and families in our city. We educate and train our members on critical community issues to develop volunteer leaders who will make the largest impact and collaborate with partners through our unique and targeted service opportunities. So that's who we are. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, you have heard Chris Brotnin, our JLA president for the 23-24 year, and you have heard Mia Wells and Marshall Weeks, podcast producers. Take care.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.